0: Hi everyone here, it's DJ. Welcome back to the Rush Hour Podcast, where my co-hosts, Patrick, and I strive to learn as much as we can from busy and successful people. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking to Kate Bradley Chernis, co-founder and CEO of Lately, a unique, innovative company that uses artificial intelligence to automatically turn blogs, videos, and podcasts into engaging social posts across different channels. Customers of Lately using this pl- platform can then see major improvements in their personal branding, communications, sales, and marketing strategies.
1: Um, so interestingly, before founding Lately, Kate served 20 million listeners as a music di- director and on-air host at CR6M. She's also an, an award-winning radio producer with 25 years of national broadcasting, brand building, sales and marketing expertise. So, Kate, welcome to the podcast, and uh, how are you doing today?
2: I'm good. You guys are doing a great job on your you. on your Thank intros, you. by the way. That's a mouthful. Sorry, Thank you. <laughs> I should yeah, rewrite mean,
1: that stuff. <laughs> I mean, for someone like you to accept our our invitation, our, as we're just starting out our podcast, right? I think the least the least that we can do is, you know, do our preparation, get to know you more, and yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, to have a better conversation, right? so yeah. yeah that's
2: good you know a lot of people don't do any prep <laughs> they don't oh, yeah. <laughs> which is amazing and
0: what's, what's the point of having someone with such stature and someone who can really like can just a contagious force as yourself if you can't like gain something as host from this type of conversation i think our listeners are definitely going to take something from you know the words that are going to be spoken today so thank you again
2: well no yeah. pressure thanks <laughs> 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 you guys are awesome
1: and yeah, I was going to say, like we talked before uh, we recorded this, um, I, I, so I met, uh, I found out about Kate uh, at one of the, the NYU webinars, and like I said, I instantly connected with you, Kate, uh, because of your story, but also because of your energy, your contagious energy, and at the time, like DJ and I, were, we were just getting started with the podcast, so I really wanted to get to know, and, to get to know you, and here we are today, so thank you so much.
2: Yeah. Um, I feel like we're friends already. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah.
1: So let's, uh, let's jump right into it. So um, I'm, I'm sure you're getting this question all the time, but like, just to give um, our audience some like more context, right. Can you talk a bit more about your journey? Because you came from the broadcasting industry, as we said, to now running an AI driven marketing agency. So how did you um, like shift your mindset through all the, all of the trials and tribulations, right?
2: yeah the that's a really good thing to um focus in on is the mindset shift because you can't you know you can't move in your life unless you're available for it even when the hardest stuff is happening you know Mm -hmm. i find i mean i don't know if you guys have found this yet but like sometimes when you're in your worst place and you want it to change so bad your mind isn't ready for it and so you still it's not going to happen yet you know until you're like Mm -hmm. totally available to change that channel um but for me, I, I wasn't available and, and, i'll tell you guys the story of course but i i was just in so much pain my my body my the my body physically incapacitated to me so i had to make a change (laughs) right and so that's sometimes you know what, what happens and i've found that happening again and again in my life is um my body or or you know i'm not listening to like all the signs that the world is giving me or whatever and then someone else or something else has to be the catalyst to like get me to pay attention um, I, I was just meditating, by the way, before we started Whoa, this. That's nice. Yeah, which is, by the way, it took me a long time to. F- I just started doing that like two years ago, but I did it for this reason because um, there got to be a point in my work life where the to-do list got overwhelming and I could never see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I started feeling super crushed by it, which made me crazy. And I kept thinking, well, this is not going to change. Not when you're a CEO, like this is not, not changing. So what can I change? And I had to change my perspective. Right? So then Mm. I thought, okay, well, a lot of people have been telling me to meditate and I I've been thinking in my mind, it's a waste of time. (laughs) Yeah. right i didn't understand the value like a lot of there. people
1: a lot of people think like this and
2: yeah they do because and that's understandable too, because it seems like oh you just get to take a nap for 10 minutes or whatever it is <laughs> not how it works you know um but anyways it's like the best toolkit because it reminds me to change my perspective right mm-hmm. like you're you're alluding to and to be available to that you know m- more and more even when i really don't want to um so So anyways, when I was a a DJ, I was really lucky when I started out um, at this radio station in Vermont where uh, we were live, even overnight, (laughs) and we got to pick all of our own music and it wasn't all digitized yet, Um, there were Mm -hmm. albums and there was um, eight track tapes, we call them carts. <laughs> believe mm-hmm. it or not, um, and then the DJs could pick pick the songs and make the segues hand by hand. You know, make the sounds sound good together. And so there's the real prize on the theater of the mind, meaning, um, and you guys are starting to learn this with your podcast, I'm sure. But yeah, there's this beautiful control that you have as the guys with the mics, right? And, but your job is to make the people listening or watching here to feel like they're part of the conversation, right? That's how you know you're doing well. And one of my favorite compliments in radio is when someone would say to me, oh my God, I used to hate that song until you played it. Mm. (laughs) Because that means I did a good job of couching, making a segue, putting it in the right place at the right time for that person to get a new perspective, you know, on the song back to perspective. So, um, so I really love this idea of this journey where there's a, a, a seemingly one-way street, but I get—it's I have the power to make it a two-way street, right? Um, and writing is the same way. So I, when I was a, when I was in college, I was a fiction writing major. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can you believe that like they used to say what a waste of time that's going to be sister because like what can you do with a writing degree like teach but look or... at you now look at yeah you look, look at now. you now <laughs> ha, 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 ha 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 right yeah. because you're the um, one laughing yeah i know because writing is everything now ter- mm-hmm. turns out right like you have to be able to text and email and slack yeah, and all, for sure. all the things you know so um, anyway so here i was in radio and i um it, it was a boys club um so for the ladies listening in the house, like, you know, just constant sexual harassment, um, okay. which that's obvious, right? So we all, we all know more or less what sexual harassment is. What I didn't know was um, what a hostile work environment was that was made from sexual harassment. And so I started to experience that when I went to XM, but mm-hmm. I didn't, again, I didn't have these words. So I didn't have the language for it. There wasn't all this stuff about, training and and all the things, you know, it was just accepted. It was normal culture. And so I was, um, I was mad because not because I was, people were making sexual comments to me, but because I wasn't getting credit for the work I was doing. I was busting my ass and I was winning. I was, we were the best. Like I was, Mm -hmm. you know, number one. Right. And I, I, I was pissed about that. But I, again, I didn't know where to go and, and you couldn't go to HR then there was not nothing, not even an option because you'd be, um, um, tra- you'd be blacklisted, right? You'd oh, be really? the tattletale. Yeah. You know, cause you're not cool. That was, wasn't cool. And, and radio is so cool. Um, and so my body, like I said before, it was just started, um, failing me. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if I told you this before guys, but I can't type. Right.
1: Oh, really? You can't, like, on the no. keyboard or just writing? On or... the keyboard.
2: I can't, um, not not because I can't type, but physically, I, I can't type or touch my phone without excruciating really? pain. Mm-hmm.
1: Re- Even right now? Even now? Even right now,
2: yeah. Oh. So I use um, voice-activated software f- for paraplegics 100% of the time. <laughs> oh, that's
1: yeah. th- I mean, that's amazing because I, I would assume it's pretty hard to do all of you. You're a busy person, so props to you. Yeah, for it's like- fucking hard.
2: Are you kidding me? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 (laughs) And yeah. So it's Dragon, naturally speaking, right? So that's the. Mm. So back then, when I was in radio, Dragon had only been around. It was a little company in Boston. No one really knew about it, and it didn't work very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was, I was scrambling. I was freaking out. I couldn't do what you guys, everybody, I couldn't even imagine a job. I like, I thought, well, could I be a cashier at a grocery store? No, because I can't even touch that thing. Right. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, okay. what am I going to do? And so I was doing all kinds of um, alternative healing, um, regular healing. I saw multiple surgeons. And I was told that I was unhealable by the, oh. the health, uh, the insurance company. That mm-hmm. wouldn't cover my bills anymore how do you think that feels you're unhealable fucking quite a phrase to hear let me tell you yeah yeah for sure and i looked normal nothing's wrong with me so xm didn't believe me right so i had more hostile work environment more prejudice um because discrimination because i looked north They thought i was faking it right Fuck that it was so t- awful and i didn't even realized that I was like dealing with all this so I I had heard about dragon and they wouldn't give me any money for anything so like first I got an intern that I paid myself to sit down next to me and type all day okay oh really yeah and then um I
1: so you took action you
2: yeah I was doing everything I could do in my that I you know that I I could imagine that I could possibly do and then I bought a computer I had no money I made radio salary like it was Mm. shitty I think I made this is in 19 well, 2006 and i made 50,000 mm-hmm. dollars a year at the best at the top the best place in radio you can possibly be there's only two jobs a- ahead of me at that company and i made 50,000 bucks a year in dc you know big market um, so so i scrambled together and bought a i had to buy a laptop because i knew that i had to be able to move my computer around now right this at the time cuz that dragon wasn't and there was no cloud there was no cloud nobody had the cloud yet um there was no like email had just started like myspace people okay myspace had just started there was really no one had heard of salesforce or any of those things and so i found this woman krista she was a dragon specialist there's only like four in the country she happened to live in virginia uh because i had no money i had hundreds of cds and she was a fan of my channel so i my XM channel. So I, I paid her with records and she helped me learn. It's dragon is like learning an, another language quite literally. And now I'm an expert at it. Um, Wait,
1: what do you mean by Dragon? Is it well, like dragon uh... actually
2: speaking is the, is the voice activated software that I oh, use. Okay. 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 okay yeah, so yeah.
0: touching on that voice activated software, it's absolutely phenomenal. The abilities that it's given you. And I think not so much the ability to now, transcribe what you're saying but I think when you're always speaking right and you're having to use your words it's it's actually in my opinion it's a plus because in this day and age we're always here typing and looking at our phones and everything is digital where we are typing in my opinion it comes at a disadvantage because those same people when it comes to in-person abilities like you said you can't couch things you can't fit things in conversation where it's soft or you can't use your voice or tone you don't you're not as used to real human interaction because you're not speaking as much simply you don't have as much training so do you feel that in honestly i feel that this has been a benefit in in certain ways
2: yeah i mean dj you're totally right like so i would never go back by the way mm because one thing that happened was this is amazing i stopped reacting to email because i wasn't touching it anymore so there was this emotional disconnect that I had immediately. And so I would like have, literally, I would have a panic attack just by opening up my email, you know, every day. So it was this great release in that way. And then also to your point, I hear what I say. So I know when I sound like a bitch, Yeah. <laughs> smiley face, smiley face, smiley face, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and I And I still talk for a living, which is, isn't that, some weird karma there, you know? <laughs> um, but the other thing is also to your point is that back to that theater of the mind, right? So the, the beautiful thing about writing is that when you read any kind of text, book or a text message, whatever, you hear the voice of the other yeah. person, right? Mm-hmm. And so I learned that, so um, so the, the neuroscience of music tells us that uh, every time your brain hears any song, it must access every song you've ever heard before in order to put the new one in its library, right? Mm-hmm. How crazy, right? So it's an instant um, dump, a nostalgic dump of everything you've ever heard before. And there's all that emotion tied to the memory of those songs, which is why music makes us feel so, so great, you know, so deeply Mm -hmm. and your voice is the same way. Your voice is a note. It's a frequency, right? So when you're, you have that same kind of nostalgic thing where your, your brain is looking to index that voice somehow. And so when you're writing, I think of the same. So so the reason I was good at radio and, and what I learned, I was so lucky to be able to learn this was that in order for you to, to hear a new song and to love it, I had the fun job of, couching it in just the right way around songs you know right new mm-hmm. familiar marketing and sales is the same thing <laughs> to get you to buy something you gotta feel comfortable you gotta trust it you have to have touch points of stuff that you already know to relate to right right yeah and so marketing writing is what i do right and it's how i learn to influence our ai because the ai writes copy for you that's what it does right right and so it's I'm- all connected go ahead
1: mm-hmm. and so you I mean, you studied uh, creative writing, writing in general. So, and for other people, would you say that's a skill that they can learn? How do you learn? How do you nurture that kind of uh, creative writing? Right? Is there a way Mm -hmm. for people to, like, for students? For
2: yeah, that's a smart question. Because, like Um. you said,
1: most people take it for granted. I think that's unfortunate, right? Because Mm -hmm. I think for me, writing it's really it translates. It literally translates your thoughts onto a piece of paper. That you can pass on to other people so that you can express yourself communicate a message for marketing whatever so is there a way to maybe for us let's say to really take advantage of that skill
2: yes um and there's it's yes and no (laughs) so the yes (laughs) is there's basics that everybody can do in fact now i teach um I teach a writing class. It's called the writing rules. You wish you learned in college. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it's all my little tricks about how, um, you know, what I learned in radio that now applies to to writing marketing messaging essentially. And they're all things that you can do like literally right now. So I'll just give you an example. Um, so here, here's an easy one. Read what you write out loud. So easy. That's, so yeah that's a good point <laughs> when it's coming out of your mouth if it feels awkward coming out of your mouth let's 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 here let's find something that feels awkward i'll do it right now this is my credit card bill from nordstrom it says if you make addi- if you make no additional charges using this card and each month you pay only the minimum payment you will pay off the balance shown on this statement in about one month okay so like i can feel if you make no additional cha- charges, see how I stumbled over charges both times, yeah. I wanted to say changes, so that's weird. No additional is not something I would normally say, so I can tell that if I was writing this, I would have to change it up to be like, and if you make, what is that? I'd be like, dude, if you don't pay any more than the minimum balance for the next you know, five years... You might as well just be throwing away free money, <laughs> right? Like so, so to be more
1: concise, right? To be more concise, more more clear. concise,
2: but more more human, more natural, okay. more because this is what trust is the commodity yeah, that we right. all wield in marketing and sales. When you want your little brother to take out the garbage for you, you know, or you want your your boyfriend to buy you flowers on Valentine's <laughs> Day, people <laughs> that you have to. Manipulate them. That's this is communication, it's basic communication. Right? There's nothing Understanding wrong with
1: Just signing who you're talking to. Like how do they feel? Yeah. How do they think?
2: How- That's right. You, you want to think who's the audience? You're trying yeah. to get them to do what you want them to do, right? For and sure. so the first rule there is to make somebody trust you. Mm-hmm. Um and, and you can do that by easily by being yourself right that's yeah. that's the key so it's so cliche authenticity blah 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 blah, right so if you when you read something out loud that you've written if you trip over it you need to rewrite it there's something wrong there you're not you're not you're trying too hard most of the time is what people are doing um or not tr- not hard enough you know so um anyways when when i'm thinking about those ru- and, and i answered your question yes and no so the yes part is there's little tricks like that um, that you can apply that will literally change the way you communicate, but there's also an art to it. And the art is the part Mm -hmm. you can't teach. The art is, um, so, so writing, I love breaking rules. (laughs) Can you tell? Okay. Yeah, for Uh, sure. And there's a lot of, yeah, it's great. And there's a lot of rules in writing that you can't break because then you wouldn't be understood at all. But the, the poetic part of writing, the art of writing right is when you break rules in a way where it only um enhances your authority right okay. and knowing when to do that is is, is just a skill it's natural It's it doesn't it's not a learned skill it's just your gut right
1: and that's the thing that uh i mean kind of blows me away because you, you just said writing it's it's difficult to teach right it's uh it's an art form really? so how are you guys able at lately to you know have an ai system platform to um what's it called to do the copywriting for major businesses right um and you guys achieved that so that's pretty remarkable uh can you yeah can you speak to how yeah let's talk more about lately then can you speak to more about um how you guys function how um how does it all work lately the yeah. technology
2: um so the easy answer is You upload a video like this, Mm -hmm. a podcast and push a button. And Lately's AI automatically transcribes the entire thing and gives you the transcript. Mm -hmm. And then it looks through the transcript and pulls out the coolest quotes that you or me or DJ say. And then it matches the video of us saying those clips with the quotes. And so a podcast like this would probably get you a hundred social posts in just a few minutes right nice now the so that's the easy part the more interesting to me technical part in the background is the ai is also automatically learning what your audience which clips to pull hmm. by by studying what your audience will like comment or share on and it knows and it learns and it gets smarter and smarter and so it's um it's job is to start you at third base right So, so it's going to say hey i think this thing that patrick said is pretty cool it'll present it to you and then your job patrick though and this is a little bit of the art right is to get yeah. in there and enhance it because if the ai starts the sentence with and then she went to whatever like the the audience if they hear that out of context is not gonna know what. So you can't really start with and right in that sentence. You have to you have to just do a little enhancement to fix it. Um, and this is how the AI learns. So it'll get smarter and smarter. So, so it, it, it involves
1: both parties like it, it still yes. has the human component, right?
2: Essential, right? Because of all the things we just talked about, the human yeah. is is the magical part. This is the art part. You know, you can't. Mm-hmm. You don't want to remove those things. So,
1: because I feel like most people, when they think of like an AI driven technology, the the only thing of, oh no, the robots are going to take over. We're not going to have jobs. <laughs> whatever. <freak> out. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like that that's a common mis- misconception, right? You still. Yeah, need I mean, human we're far to...
2: away from so far away from that. Mm-hmm. So, like any AI that's out there is like. <laughs> A kind of a joke, still, honestly, even ours.
0: I've had a bunch <laughs> of those nightmares, if I'm being honest. You have? I have. But um, <laughs> circling back to something I heard earlier, you said kind of that trust is, you know, a pillar of a strong relationship in business, um, romantic, any sort of relationship, trust has to be there, right? Um, and it's the language of a strong relationship, okay? So would, would you say that in music, it's kind of the language of emotion? And for my music lovers who maybe aren't so strong at creative writing, like myself, but like are devout music lovers and put records on their floor, like myself, or just are huge into music, would you say, like, what would you say, what advice would you give them in order to boost their creative sense and emotion and, build trust and relationship and talk to people? How could they use music to um, talk to people?
2: That's a great question. So I think, so the, you know, you're probably a lyricist and you're, you probably like the sound of words. Of if course. you love music. Now, some people it's not the case. Like my husband's a guitar player. So he's listening for the guitar parts, <laughs> which is a little Instrumental, bit different. Right. Yeah, we listen, we listen to music differently, um, which is interesting. Um, and, but he can, he plays guitar, so he can, he can communicate that way. Um, but, you know, one funny thing is, if you ever take lyrics out of context, and you read them out loud, they sound asinine. I mean, they're completely embarrassing, right? Mm-hmm. They are. <laughs> um, which is so Which is why writing music is so hard, actually. Um, but when the I find that the metaphor in good lyrics is what's interesting to try to practice and, um, you know, utilizing your own life, right? So metaphors and similes, you guys all know what what those are right yeah. so that's how you relate to people <laughs> right yeah. it's so easy like you know I I, I drank I, I ate um I ate pate last night and it tasted like mm-hmm. <laughs> smoked bacon mixed with cherries which none of those things are in the pate <laughs> I'm such a fancy person I've had pate like, <laughs> um but but you know what I'm saying so th- so that's one way to think about it but I think um the other way you know when you're it's that voice is the key, right? So who this sounds this is, sounds so stupid, but like who are you? Like when, when what's the touch point about you that you can hone in on? And connect with someone else right and and only one other person you don't have to connect with 50,000 people just one so Patrick when we talked last time you had said you were from Montreal, I went yeah. right to rockberry right. Yeah. I, and I did that on purpose like because I mm-hmm. know to connect with the audience, and even though there were 50 other people listening, it makes them feel connected even yeah. though they don't even know what the hell we're talking about right there's this mm-hmm. exclusivity that we did but because we did it publicly it's inclusive right yeah so and dj same thing you know we we touched on uh you said virginia i was like dc right these are little things this is location i'm this is like so the most banal well, it's like the weather which i love the weather by the way um but lo- anybody can have a story about a location even if you've never been there before you've probably heard about it on the radio or tv or no one's listening to the radio anymore but um so that's my my way is to find common ground right away right mm-hmm. now music when it binds you together with somebody instantly you have the common ground because you both like the same thing yeah right it's
1: a point of connection it's a point of, uh... point of
2: connection yeah and that's all all anything is i mean it's all every text message you send to somebody is about again getting them to trust and like you because they respect you as a human they empathize or sympathize with you in some way right like today by the way so so um one of our one of our customers shared a very personal story with me that um they were recently diagnosed with a a mental disability and you know hadn't been around for a little while and and because i was wondering where they were i hadn't seen them out and about in the social spaces and i you know gently shared it with a couple of members on my team anonymously um so that they knew hey when when you next time you talk to this person go in with empathy go in with mm-hmm. sympathy Where they just they just had a traumatic thing happen to them <laughs> instead of being like you know hey where's your late on this bill or you know something like that right um so hopefully that helps answer your question
1: and yeah and just oh, to just, just to just to add to this um uh, I think that most people, that's something that you you did last time when I attended your webinar, that you're doing really great and that most people should do more often is that you just remember, you make sure to pronounce people's name correctly, right? I remember oh, yeah. last time, it's a simple thing, right? It's really simple. Last time, like there was like a foreign student um, who wanted to ask you a question and then you made sure to pronounce his name correctly it's a hard yeah, name because i pronounce. hate that
2: when people don't do that don't you yeah. it's so it's so obnoxious so american <laughs>
1: <laughs> but still i think i think it's a simple uh a simple ge- uh, gesture that you can do it's the least you can do right to g- really acknowledge do. acknowledge the other person's name because i feel yeah. like we all love to be I, I that's something i read in a book it's that the most what people like the most hearing is
0: their own name right
2: yes it's so true
0: how to, so, really- How to win friends and influence people Dale Carnegie, he spoke to that. Yeah, that, um, that's the book. That's
1: the you, book. That's the, the, the more book you book. hear your name,
0: the more comfortable you can be with that person.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and you guys notice that I've said each of your names during this. Exactly.
0: That's that's super, <laughs> super nice.
2: That's super it's nice. It's right? We talked it's about tricksy. manipulation. And
0: and yeah. throughout the time of the conversation, you start getting at least I have so comfortable with you. Yeah, more you comfortable. Know? That's for sure. And awesome. I feel that that to everyone listening, the more you really listen to how Kate is speaking and the nuances and everything she's saying. And Patrick is saying, um, it's phenomenal. You can learn so much and apply it in your daily way of talking to anybody, your mother, your grandmother.
2: That's right. I mean, yep, And it's, small. it's all purposeful by the way. It's not, yeah, yeah, it has
1: to be genuine. It has to be authentic. It's and-
2: genuine, but like, I am, I am, how do I say this? It's oh, someone, it's um it's intentional authenticity yeah. right mm-hmm. that's when someone how somebody else put it my friend adam holloway actually which i thought was very smart right so um and that's the i'm ju- i use the word manipulative which is like not the nice way of saying it <laughs> but but it's the yeah, honest say, way of saying it yeah. you know yeah yeah um, so so next time you want your mom to do something for you <laughs> <laughs> My dad always told me this is terrible and like super on PC, but he was like, listen, whenever you take your car in to get fixed, wear a skirt. And I do, because it works. You know what I'm oh, saying? really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, super on PC, but like, you know, it's just.
0: In, in it that conversation, time. for the females, <laughs> this morning I was taking my mother, um, my little sister to school. And I played her your podcast with Women in Sales. And in all honesty, I skipped to the end because I really wanted, I I found this so just, it warned me, the end part and your advice to females when they're going in um, to close a deal, to do anything. Could you just repeat that here for us on the podcast? Because I'm going to have my sister listen to it once again. Um, And she was warmed up to it when she walked into school. I saw her walking like this. So like. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Please, um,
2: oh i was it no i think this was it but you have to remind me um so yeah. i learned this on the plane it was it the dignity thing dignity yeah yeah okay so um so so, so check this out guys so i was i was at um well, i just used my most my the phrase i hate the most which is check check out by the way <laughs> my <laughs> team will laugh at me if i that's one of my writing tips don't ever use that phrase because it's check rapid this and lazy um but so anyways i was on the plane going to san francisco i had to fly there every day for uh um, four months, sorry, once a week for four months. Um, and it was really difficult because as you guys now know, I can't talk without a microphone, which means the microphone hears everything around me. So I can't be in a room with other people and type ever, 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 mm-hmm. ever. Right. So I don't get any work done if I'm on a plane for nine hours one day then I go do the pitch and then I come home the, the next day. So that's three days out of the week as a CEO that got wiped out for me for four months. Talk about like stress and upheaval and all the things, right? So I, but I had to change my perspective. So I decided that I was going to use these plane times to just be available for conversation, which normally I'd be like, don't talk to me, I'm busy, right? Um, And I sat down one day on the plane these two two women sitting next to me and they were just really super friendly. And the one of them happens to be a, a wellness neuroscientist cool, I thought, right? And she was on her way out to work with the team at Oracle, the executives there. Oh. And so I asked her, and she, and she basically gave me free personal coaching for six hours in the flight, which is like amazing. And one of the things I asked her was, um, what what's the thing that they people always love? Like, what's one of your favorite, you know, little things that you do? Because everybody always does the same things, you know? And she's like, oh, it's this. And so she taught me what I loved about this. It's what I needed to hear at that particular moment as life always delivers you those things right and you can do this standing up you can do this by yourself and chair you can anytime you want so the first thing to imagine is um, that you're very tall so just sit up straight or stand up straight imagine that there's a string pulling your head up and then think to yourself um, I gotta remember it now it's dignity vision strength that th- this is um, this is this is my dignity, right? Yeah. Is that the first one? Dignity, yes. vision, strength. Okay, yeah. So it's been a while since I've talked about this. So good on you. So this is my dignity. So you're up, you're straight, you're upright, right? Um, and most women I know have trouble with dignity. It's the thing that they, they um, are the, it's the first thing they're willing to give up. Even me, you know, it's the first, the first thing we think is it's my fault. And you run through all the reasons why you've fucked up and done it wrong. <laughs> that's our default, right? So I love dignity. And then the next thing you do is you pull your shoulders back and straight, straighten your body out the vertical or the horizontal way and think this is my strength, right? And this is another thing that most women I know feel very weak, especially in, in any situation where you're now your your, your dignity has been killed, you know, you feel weak. And then um, the last one is to um just sit back a little bit on your heels or on your butt, you know, just sit back a little bit. And this is your vision. gives you that perspective, right? So it's dignity, strength, vision. And then what you do, this only takes five seconds. I'm dragging, dragging it out a little bit, but then what you do is you say out loud, I am committed to closing $200,000 in angel money in the next two weeks right or whatever it is whatever your commitment is for the day yeah it's so super easy Um and I wanted to say DJ thank you for for reminding me of this because I need to do this today actually Um, is that the women the, the other piece here that I learned really this year um, that I'd known before but now I have again I have language for it which is a lot of times we're in those situations anyone not just women and we don't We know something's up, we know something's wrong, but we don't know how to express it in that moment. And then afterwards, we feel bad. We feel like we wanted it, like we asked for it, or we somehow were responsible for whatever the shitty situation is, because we didn't say something in the moment, you know. And this happened to me uh, really recently. And I thought to myself now to know and because i have the wherewithal now to know i need to share it with others other women so they when they're in this situation they know that you know it's here there's validation and that there's nothing wrong with um not being able to act in a moment <laughs> like standing right? up, so, up for yourself anyways, dignity, right?
1: dignity standing Delicious. up for yourself yeah being standing confident. up for yourself
2: sometimes you can't sometimes you can't and that's a, that's totally fucking okay okay right like I mean, I'll tell you, you guys want to hear this story real quick? I'll, for I mean, sure, for sure. But for the ladies in the room, this is crazy. So I was on a call. So, so someone I trusted and knew introduced me to an investor, an angel investor. I think he's an angel investor. I couldn't really tell where, if he was a VC or an angel. And so this was, in the, in the beginning, I usually say to people when it's unclear from the website or LinkedIn with their is. hey, you know, Jim, Bob. So t- tell me what you're up to these days. like And and they know the language is, oh, I invest in companies of this size, this is my check. You know, they give you the spiel. And so I'm on with Lauren, my head of growth. We're both, ta- we're on a Zoom call with this guy. And he's like, oh, well, I just started this a company actually. So, okay, he's an entrepreneur too, great. And he's talking telling us about this beer, these beer, I don't even know what they're, the stupidest things ever. Instead <laughs> of squeezing a lime and stuffing it down the beer, this thing has a funnel, it's, it is a lime and you put the quarter of the lime in it and you squeeze it and the funnel drips it down the beer and they come in different shapes. There's an alligator one, there's a football one. And I'm just thinking this is totally stupid, but oh yeah, that's cool, man, whatever, you know? <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, and you wouldn't believe that women are our biggest customers. And we're like, oh, really, why? And he's like, oh, cause we have this other shape. And so then he goes to another website and there's now penises and dildos all over the screen. And then wow. there's the shape of a man's ass and the penis is the funnel into the beer.
1: <laughs> wow. Okay?
2: Yeah, no shit. And so I'm sitting here thinking, I can't even believe where this is going, you know? <laughs> so all I had the wherewithal in that moment to do was to get Lauren off the call. We were, I was slacking her and I was like, uh, you have an emergency that you got to go to right now, <laughs> right? And so I just wanted to get her away from this situation. And mm-hmm. then though, I let him mansplain me then he started giving me unsolicited advice about my company (laughs) what an asshole (laughs) um and I didn't get off the phone it was like an hour and a half too like this call was scheduled for a half an hour because I was just there were all these pieces like he was a safe intro from someone I knew right so so it should have been a good intro and
1: but you wanted to get out you wanted to yeah
2: I didn't even know what to do because there's no way even if even if this is a joke even if we're there's and I am, I'm cool with sexual jokes and all these things, but like, <laughs> this is clearly a business deal. Yeah, this is not the time for this. And and like, that was the thing I was telling my team afterwards. Cause I wrote about it in our Slack channel to everybody. I was like, Hey guys, it took me a day to process. And I was like, this happened to me and Lauren, just in case you didn't think these things really happened. I was so glad she was there to like witness that the shit happens to me. Um, and, but then I also said to them, I was like, you know, they're, everybody goes over the line at one point and we're not about a witch hunt here or anywhere i don't want that to be the case but this was definitely inappropriate and weird and i didn't have the wherewithal to say what the (laughs) um and i want you guys to know that's okay (laughs) you know um so and and i just wanted to especially talk because i have um, interns who are either your age or slightly older who work for me um and i just was thinking of them, <laughs> especially, yeah. you know, like, Hey God, what if this happened to some, some one of my other employees and I wasn't on the call, you know? So um, anyways, again, this all ties back to everything we've talked about. That guy didn't know his audience. He wasn't paying attention. <laughs> right. <laughs> or maybe he was, and he had some other weird, I don't, I just yeah. think he was being an idiot. He's really weird. He's weird. Yeah. And he wasn't, there was no trust. Like he, you know, like I had, he, he wasn't, he just wasn't in the, the frame of mind you know like maybe if yeah. we were in a bar drinking and like he was like oh maybe. my god dude you won't believe this thing that i've been doing yeah maybe then anyways um it's the trust right trust
0: <laughs> yeah but that's like a seven shot tequila deep oh, my gosh that's not like a first business call interaction in my personal
2: right personal it was opinion. so crazy in- it's yeah. And the, the thing that what's interesting is like we you and I, the three of us, right, we've met we've met once before and you guys know that I have zero filter. But like, I mean, even I, like even I <laughs> yeah, but even I know not to tell you some personal shit on the first. I mean, I'm telling you some stuff, but like <laughs> there's a limit to stuff. There's
1: levels to this. There's, well, there's the a yeah. filter.
2: Yeah, there's some filter. I mean, you know, anyways, it's. uh, This is a wild ride we're all on. And like the other thing by the way, and I think that's important for, to have in that moment for me is to have sympathy or empathy, like to know like that guy, I don't think he woke up. I, he didn't wake up thinking like, I'm going to just really freak these people out today. I don't think that's <laughs> yeah. <there."> You know. <laughs> and that's okay. And I don't, I'm not saying his name to anybody or anything like that. Like I don't need to mm-hmm. lambast that guy and shut his life down, you know? I'm sure, sure. Hear this radio podcast, blah, blah, blah. So,
0: yeah.
2: um, anyways, I took you off piste. How do we get that? No, that's fine.
1: That's fine. That's a nice no, little perfectly. quick story for. Um,
0: to, to close, I would just ask Do you have, you've had some good success with some investors. So, like for some young kids um, at a young age with uh, entrepreneurial dreams, what would you say a piece of advice would be when they want to start taking their whatever like if you're a college kid where do you take your company
2: yeah there's no one answer because it's all different for everyone but I think the, f- the first thing to do is a major major gut check because <clears throat> there's you're either in life you're either working for someone else or working for yourself right and the difference for me was when I started working for myself and stopped working for assholes the pain went away right like (laughs) I was in pain I was in level 11 pain all the time even with dragon then because it was just so overwhelming and I was always having panic attacks I had a million other physical ailments like my whole body was shutting down but what I learned was that the um, not knowing where my next paycheck was coming (laughs) that did not bother me (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah I was like I could totally roll with that stress and so I think that's the first thing because people have this like Thanks to stupid Shark Tank, you know, and whatever else they have this like weird saucer eyed vision of what being, you know, a a tech CEO or any CEO is, and it's not that people (laughs) it is not that this is hard. I get punched in the face every day, every day for seven years, I get punched in the fucking face, right? I mean, punched in the face, sometimes twice. How do you
1: get back up every time? How do you bounce back from those moments of adversity challenges? Because I feel like it's super hard. Like, I don't think that everyone can do it. So, but for you, you seems like, you seem like a, like the, you know, like the warrior type of woman, (laughs) strong, independent woman. So what, like, what's your secret sauce? What's your, how do you get through all of this?
2: Uh, Three ways. Number one, I'm stubborn. Right. You tell me I can't. And, I, you know, <laughs> that's just fuel for me. Thanks so much. Um, but also the, we have enough social proof. Like every time we're not dumb and I'm the business gets validated all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's the most important thing is to constant, constant gut check in like all those validated pieces. And it's always enough to make us keep going. Right. Because if we wake up one day and we're like, dude, we're just dreaming over here. You know, we have to the best skill for any CEO to have is to know when to quit. Very important. Right. Um, But the third thing is my team, Patrick. Right. So like my my team is amazing and um, they are amazing as humans on their own, having nothing to do with me. But like, I mean, I some of them I haven't paid in two years because the fundraising was fucked. You know, I've got stories, of course, you know, punched in the face. Right. And Mm. what kind of people would work for a company without getting paid? And. They also see the vision. It's constantly validated. So they know we've got a tiger by the tail here, <laughs> right? That's one of them. But also it's me in the atmosphere I've created where I, I don't want a place where someone would ever feel the physical pain that I felt because <laughs> they were mm-hmm. working with assholes. So I work really hard to make sure that lately is
1: the company culture to set up a good yeah. company culture.
2: It's a it's essential so like those people when i fall down they look up every time and and um being able to um rely on them is just i don't even know how to say it it's it's priceless, you know and how do you find those people Fucking, i don't know i mean a lot of traction yes is how we did it but um i think like my so then my advice dj is like not only do that gut check and just know what what's your level of of pain tolerance because it's got to be high this is i'm on this roller coaster but i'm driving the roller coaster at the same time you know in control In control i'm in control of it that's right like so chris is one of my sales guys and he was on an interview and somebody asked him hey what's it like working for a tech startup and he goes oh uh it's like awful 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 oh some good (laughs) news awful awful (laughs) awful some good news that's what it's like, right? Within investors, you know, you you the, when you start at first, you just get to be that person that everybody wants to run away from because you're asking everyone for money, friends, family. Like you don't even start with the professional people at first, you know. Unless you, I got lucky and I ran into a few when I first started, but um, you, well, I wasn't lucky. I had a network. Um, you just start to ask everybody you can, and you beg, borrow, and steal. Because nothing matters at that point. In the beginning, the company doesn't matter. What, you, what you're building doesn't matter. It's all fake. It's not been proven, right? Mm-hmm. And so everyone's only investing in you. You're the only thing that you can sell. And then you have to sell the vision. It's your vision that people want to. If anyone's asking about to see your financials or any of that shit, lose those people. <laughs> because none of it, it's all, all fake then, right? In the beginning, there are no financials. You know, All your projections are bullshit, total bullshit. You you have to know that too, right? So you just got to think about like people people sh- are investing in you because they they want to be they want to be on your team, you know? They want to be part yeah. of that. you're the leader that they want to follow. You're the that magnetic whatever the whatever that is. You
1: know? Would you say that you know like we spoke about like trust, right? In terms of relationship, mm-hmm. would you say that that's also essential when you're trying to speak with investors? Because um, you're a part of a team at the end of the day, your investor. Invests in you and your company, so you also want that trust bond type of dynamic, right? And
2: yeah, it's funny or... that you say that. I mean, like, well, I mean, there's no every. I think it's a given because, I mean, if you lie to your investors, <laughs> you're done. You know, yeah. but I think that because it's that's a really that's funny that I'm thinking about that. Like, I think trust is part of the factor, but more it's more likability. It's very um investing is very high school um investors go with their gut and they they like social proof they want to see what their followers they want to see what everyone else is doing generally Mm -hmm. not all my investors but the general it's not fun people it's very brutal i'm being honest with you it's like 90210 if i'm dating myself but like it's super catty you know um and mean frankly and people make decisions It's very rare that people take the time to get to know me as a person, or even ask me any questions, because they're just, you know, they've seen the bottom line. They want the grass. Silicon Valley has poisoned people into, you know, SaaS is changing now. It's it's a software as a service is what I am Yeah. Right. So um, it's changed a lot in a couple of decades, and investors are really not there. They haven't evolved as a whole into um, what's what about it is changing and that the investment process is changing now a lot of us entrepreneurs have like I'm doing it without them now fuck you like you know I I couldn't pull together twice the last two rounds I couldn't pull to, pull together and I couldn't figure out why I checked every box they told me to check I inked that sucker in right and some and why couldn't I you know why couldn't I close the deal? what's wrong with me those are my thoughts right? But now we're, I've increased our sales from 25,000 MRR to 75, 77,000 MRR in 10 months. I did it right. Fuck you. Now I'm, I just got way more expensive. Yeah. Right. By myself. Well, with my team.
1: Yeah. Your team. I mean, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah.
2: Yeah. With my team. So like, sorry to be angry about this, but like, sometimes I know this is not great karma. I just want to rub it in, man. I just want to get to that place where I can rub it in. Good. Right.
1: Is that, is that that where you, (laughs) yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
0: That level of passion creates great outcome because you're putting in the work.
2: Yeah. And, and I want to do it for other people. I want to do it for you, for other women, like all, you know, that you guys, I think we talked about this at the NYU thing. So female founders only get 2% of all venture capital funding.
0: How do we, how do we increase more female engagement in startups?
2: Um, you know people like me need to make it so i can start investing that's the deal i mean that's the, i can't wait to be an investor because <laughs> i now i know you know i think and i really hope that other women founders will do that as well because um i that's the only way to lift other people up is to be on top
1: mm-hmm. right? show the example show by example yeah, yeah. Uh, i was going to say maybe on a last note like is that where you get kind of get your your energy, like you want to prove people wrong, you want to, um, it to call people who didn't trust you, who didn't believe in you, and because I'm saying this because, um, you know, we're me and DJ now, we're both like people of color, and we some other groups of people they are constantly getting discriminated, right, mm-hmm. with women everything. So, is how do you um, I was gonna say how do you find that energy to like, you know, prove them wrong, keep fighting, keep bouncing back
0: through setbacks?
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Through setbacks really is, you
2: know, it's the anger. Like, and I know I believe me, I'm in therapy, (laughs) but like, I feel like you have to have some, some anger because it's not fair. And that sounds like a baby whining. I know that, you know, Um, and I don't think life should be fair. I believe in capitalism and I believe in, I mean, in order for capitalism to work, someone has to be at the bottom. That's yeah. shitty, but that's the deal. Um, and so, you know, I liked—I like to play the game, and I like to win the game. I like to beat the machine. That's just my na- thats my nature, right? Um, not just winning, like <laughs> making the machine flip over, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and I think that
1: you gotta earn it too
2: you got to earn it. But like the, the contagion you guys talked about before, like, this is why Mm I, I mean, I do this for lead gen. I'm going to take this. I don't care how many listeners you have, right. I'm going to take this, run it through my own system and we get customers from it. That's what happens. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Um, But like, I'm also doing this because uh, there's some karma involved here. Now I know, I know I've known for a long time. I'm, I'm building the magazine and I'm the cover of the magazine and we've, We've leveraged that because of my radio. I mean, I had 20 million listeners. I know how to talk to people, duh, right? And I'm easy on the eyes, thank you, God, right? So those things you use, you use all that shit. And, but there's more than just leveraging lately here. There's like all the things you said, underdog. Like, Mm -hmm. so if I have the power, if I have a voice as an underdog, I, I have to help other people find theirs. I have to, it's part of the deal. You know, just and it also behooves us in business, by the way. I'm just saying like there's two, you know, two things there. Um, So I think, though, but sorry to be. Think that the the anger, um, even though it's probably. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Even though it's probably not very healthy. (laughs) I think you have to have some some fire. um, It drives you. that not only drives you but that that makes the contagion happen okay yeah go ahead
0: ignites it It ignites it it.
2: yeah because that's what you guys feel on the other side I I do I do yeah
0: for sure Um, and what we can take um from our listeners another thing just keep pointing back that I heard Kevin Hart say this on Joe Rogan and Pat I think I told you about this Mm -hmm. one of my favorite comedians said this and they were like I was up at five in the morning pulling an all-nighter for an exam and I played this podcast and I heard him say this and it just like, ever since I've thought different, he said, this little thing called life is a game. And I mean that in the most literal sense, you know? Like, you're like, I'm I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, oh, I beat it, I'm on the next level, right? That next level can be 200 million um, whatever, right? Now you, there's still a the next level. And like, there's people like Jeff Bezos fighting, maybe you're on a level 30, but like, you can be on level two and still make it to level 30 because it's still a game. Right? Totally. Um, and it, I think like- It's
2: not accidental I got Pac-Man back here. Not at all. Not, <laughs> at all. not at all. gamers
0: game. And I think that like, for everybody going forward 2021, we, we should just continue to hit this thing of life upon the head and game to the best of our ability and never quit. I think we can take that as inspiration from this episode, definitely. That's a a
1: great speech, DJ. That's a great speech. (laughs) I like that. Awesome. Um, Um. But yeah, on that note, I think, um, well, thank you, Kate, first of all. Uh, It was great talking to you. I I know you do this a lot, but I can't say enough. Uh, Like, we're just youngins, you know? We're trying to find our, our way in this game called life, right? And with people like you who, like, who's willing to teach us to you know spit some Thanks. some bits of wisdom of knowledge of inspiration that's that's great I think we need we definitely need more people like you especially as a woman I'm sure you're you're on your journey to empower more women more people to like we talked before like stand up for themselves be more confident and do something great you know um so that's awesome so thank you so much um thank and you. I think for you you can just I'll leave the floor for you to end this. So to end this, like you can talk, plug yourself, talk about Lately, what's coming next? What's coming? What, what are the good news that's coming next for Lately for yourself? And yeah, just plug it all.
2: Oh, you guys are so amazing. Um, <laughs> damn COVID. <laughs> we need to go have a beer. For sure, for sure. <laughs> I right know, you know. Um, so it's lately.ai um, is us. And, and you can find me and Lately and all the places at Lately.ai you know, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Um, I'm actually just going to leave in the, on this message just to expand on what DJ said, which is a, a friend of mine's daughter died recently. And um, in the obituary, they wrote, um, her name was Luz, L-U-Z, which means light. Um, and she was a person with a, a, a uh, with a disability. And someone had asked Luz, you know, what's her message to the world that she, she was succeeding. Um, she had a great art career and, um, despite all her, um, you know, challenges. And she said, uh, my life is my message. That's right?
1: yeah. That's awesome. That's
2: so simple. My life. Yeah. Is my simple. Methods. Yeah. So make, make it yours. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: And also like one last question, if I may ask, sure. like, like I told you, like we're just starting this off. Right. And for our podcast, um, I just wanted to ask you like a piece of advice, you know, because sure. our target audience is really like people like us, millennials, Gen Z students.
2: Yeah, you do. Great job, guys. Good. Thank questions.
1: you. Thank you. Yeah. Is there a way uh, maybe can you give us some like some feedback on how to maybe publish or promote it or, you know, spread spread the word? we're around like for now we're using this app called anchor just to mm-hmm. post on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts. Mm-hmm. but like just to promote it we're, we're trying to like you know even promote on tiktok instagram like you're editing small clips because everyone has such a short attention span like kids like us especially so
2: yeah
1: is that the way to go would you recommend something else maybe
2: so it's lately i mean sorry right yeah so do- yeah yeah. So Lately for sure, gonna for chop, sure. chops this up into hundreds of clips, all of the quotes of the stuff we say. Now okay. you don't need to have Lately to do this. You can do it by hand, mm-hmm. right? but you don't, you don't get the AI learning. So hard way to... right? is you transcribe the text and then you look for all the coolest things that any of us said. And then the things that we said is your social post, right? Okay. Um, we give free classes on this almost every week, (laughs) Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern um, of how to do it. But it's, that's, that's really the way. Um, And you guys can do it by hand and you can do this with, if you have only audio, that's fine as well, but use the sentences you and I and, and DJ say as the lead ins as the movie trailer. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's nobody cares who I am and they don't know who I am. So Kate Bradley on our podcast, who gives a fuck and nobody knows who you are or the name of your podcast. But, Mm -hmm you know um two tips for female founders that
1: are like a click title right like kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. yeah we and we, the quotes we... will
2: be the clickbait. you'll see it
1: exactly yeah we kind of do we kind of like got inspired from like you know that gary v style of clips uh yeah on instagram you know that on gary's TikTok. my customer
2: right do you guys know that
1: yeah i remember yeah i forgot to talk about that so How, the whole how's...
2: twitter channel that he created is yeah mine. the
1: gary V tv something like that uh yeah
2: yeah, you can. So you can use that in your promo. How did Gary V get a 12,000% increase in engagement? Listen here, right?
1: Also, also, like, how's it working with him, with Gary? And oh, he's so team?
2: super duper nice. He's, he's really an honest, kind, uh, very gracious person. And when mm-hmm. he's talking to you, he gives you 100% of his intention. Uh, and That's he's awesome. his word. He's, he's his word, which is word. He doesn't have to be. And he is, you know. So uh, I'm awesome. very grateful to know him. Are you guys
0: both based out of new york
2: yeah we were actually so he's in hudson i gotta go in a sec guys because i gotta go to the doctor appointment that's why i have to go today um but he's he's in hudson yards right and we were there i was at an accelerator so we had free rent in the in the uh floor below him for a year (laughs) which is amazing um i met him we should get have me back on i'll tell you that story sometime it was really super, super fun um, so, what are you guys studying, real quick? What's your major? I'm in
0: the engineering school uh, in Brooklyn. I'm in Brooklyn Heights actually, so oh, I don't nice. know if that's far.
2: But. Yeah. I'm in
1: uh, I'm in hospitality management, but I'm thinking of transferring to data science.
2: Oh, nice.
0: For AI, um,
2: and cool. Yeah. Well, a- anything you guys need, if you need job introductions or, um, you know, I'm always looking for interns awesome. for Thank all so kinds much. of shit. Like, you know, what? When you need that's something, amazing. you let me know. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right. That was awesome. You Thank you so much. Thanks. All right. Take care. Talk to you soon. Cheers. Bye. Bye.